done went through most of this and uh, on about being spiritual. And I'm, I'm, I want you to listen to me closely because I'm going to say some things that, that's going to contradict what religion teaches. And I'm not religious, uh, period. Uh, Satan tried, tries to make all of us religious. But religion is simply this. It's invented by man to keep God at a safe distance. I used to be a Baptist, but now I'm a Christian. Saved by the blood of Christ and filled with the Spirit. And uh, aim to please Him with everything. Now, here's what I want to do. Uh, we, 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 we was looking at this, and, and we realized that, that the new birth is a must. You must be born again. The Holy Spirit is a must takes him to make a spiritual person a saved person spiritual. It really does. <laughs> now it takes, uh, what, was the, what was the next one? The word. You have to be a person of the word. The fourth factor is simply this, and I won't take but just a few minutes on it because I want to get into something else. And the more I study this thing, Miss Vila had to pull me out of my room yesterday she said you've been in there all day so the, you never will shut up tomorrow and so, <laughs> so, I had, so so she got me in the car and took me to Darlene's and we had a good time but the, the next factor is simply this time it <coughs> takes time a newborn Christian cannot be spiritual. They can be saved, but not spiritual. Because a lot of time is involved. Okay? You cannot take time out of it. It takes time to be holy. Spirituality cannot be accomplished overnight. The same amount of time uh, is not required for all believers. You can't say, well, in 10 years, no, 20 years. I know some people that have been serving God or going to church for 30 years and still dumb as dirt. Hadn't grown a bit. Not saying they're not saved. Being saved is one thing. Being spiritual is something else. Being saved uh, was performed on the cross. Being spiritual is a walk that God wants all of us to walk in. And I, I, I want you to listen because I'm, I'm going to say, let me just go ahead and say it. Listen, I, <laughs> you, you know, don't you? <laughs> God wants us Spiritual, not to be a spirit. The, the, the thing today is, and I hear it on TV, and I get sick when I hear We're spirits. We're all spirits. No, 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 no. God wants you spiritual. You are a soul. And I'm going I'm to 
I'm going to keep rapping on that until we get it. Because it's a trick of Satan to get you off course and to get out of the order of God. And when he does that, he's got the church where he wants it. So let's get back in order, realize who we are, what we are, and let God use us for what he wants. And listen, you're, you're going to see signs and wonders Miracles, miracles ought to be commonplace in the church. And it will be if we get where God wants us and quit putting him in the back burner. He's on the back burner. But he wants, he wants out front. <coughs> it takes time to produce maturity, doesn't it? So let, let's get, and, and that's what God wants. He wants his kids to grow up. So he saves you. Then he, then he puts you with people. And this, no, no. I, I got a lot of pet peeves that religion is, is uh, religion has messed up the church. You know it? Uh, it's gotten us all out of, out, out of whack, man. We just, we just don't do things for the glory of God. We do them for ourselves. And some dumb preacher. You know, we just please the preacher, please the preacher, please the preacher. Why? He ain't going to get you to heaven. He's here to teach you. And most of them aren't teaching what they ought to be teaching. But uh, they will if they hang around long enough. Now, there's a rate. There's a, there's a what do you call it? Uh, You multiply rate times by times and get the distance traveled. That is the factor, okay? Rate by time is the distance traveled. Now, what that simply means is this. You can learn 10 years of learning in one year or... You can take 10 years to learn one year of learning. Depends on you. And how much time and how quickly you want to kill the flesh. And the whole thing is about the flesh. See, what's, what's the greatest enemy to the church? It ain't Satan. And it ain't the world. It's the flesh. And that's what we're to overcome. And uh, I got another little drawing. Oh, cow, let me, oh, uh, where you, get my, now we won't need it. No, no, you, uh, you, uh, get here. Satan had to complicate it. This is God's plan. See, you're a soldier. In the middle, you're a soldier. This is man. You have a spirit. Spirit's in the middle. God don't want you a spirit. If he did, he'd make you a spirit the day you got saved. He'd kill you and take you to heaven. He wants you through the soul, the spirit operating in the soul, the middle part. 
inner man to conquer the flesh. That the world may be changed. We're supposed to be world changers. Supposed to be. And that's that's the only way you're going to do it. Spirit working through the inner man. And we are to leave it in order. Satan's biggest job and his his greatest joy is to get it out of order. What's he doing to your home? What's he doing to the government? What's he doing to the schools? Everything he gets out of order if he possibly can. And God wants us to put it back in order. Okay? And we're going to put it back in order. And when we get it back in, you're talking about revival. That is revival. Getting God's order back where it ought to be. That's revival. Even in the church. Now. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to leave a bunch of this out. Because I'm not kidding you. I want to go on vacation. Someday. <laughs> okay? All right, here we go now. So it takes time, okay? You're convinced it takes some time. So don't get in a hurry. Deal with the flesh. Make sure that that you are doing what God wants you to do, okay? Now, what we want to do now and what we'll do now is to begin to look at just what a spiritual person really, really is. And why God is so interested in wanting us spiritual. Okay? <laughs> and I, I don't think I'm going to surprise any of you. I think most everybody knows this. That most people know a whole lot more than they think. Um, in Genesis chapter 6. Come on, turn this page. In Genesis Genesis chapter 6, and verse 3, there's a phrase. Verse 3 says, My spirit shall not strive with man always. You know what that means? That strive is a Hebrew word. And and you, you hear people say, well, it's leaving. And that's part of it. It's, it's just part of the meaning of the word. Leaving, and he'll leave, and he did leave. But the biggest part of the word, and the real meaning, and the one that that Satan has tried to cover up and keep us uh, from knowing, is it means an umpire, or rule, or contend with. In other words, God says there's coming a time when I will not umpire between the. I won't be able to umpire between the the middle man. And the flesh. <laughs> he, he's not going to contend with it no more. It's up to us. You, you can make a choice. You can either follow God, do it God's way, or you can get out of the way. And somebody will run over you. And a lot of people have. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm very, very. 
I'm out of order. I want to talk to you about the latent power of the soul. Um, and I want you to listen very carefully. I'm going to try to get through this as best I can. I don't like notes. But if I don't follow the notes, I'll have you so messed up that, that it'll be uh, pitiful. So, so let's, let, me, let me go by the notes, okay? <coughs> and I wrote down here. And I'm not going to read this, but I want to go back. What is the latent power? What does it mean? Latent power of the soul. Locked up. The real word means locked up. Locked. There's a key. And I'll show you that in a minute. In, Adam, uh, in Adam's fall, God did not withdraw him from him that supernatural power which, was, which he once possessed. Adam was a supernatural being. Instead, this power fell with him and became imprisoned in his fallen flesh. The power is there, but it's not to be expressed. It's there. And you're going to learn how it can be released. It can be released. And see, the enemy knows this. It can be released. If this power were to be activated in our fallen state, as it will be in our glorified state, there would be total chaos in the world. God knows this. Complete disorder because man with power uncontrolled in the flesh is goofy. He's crazy. He's mashugar. You know what mashugar is? That's a Hebrew word for crazy. He's mashugar. Thinks he is. The enemy knows this and is trying to teach men and has taught many how to release this power because it's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. And some preachers ha have dabbled in it. Mental telepathy. It's real. Hypnotism. Denial of pain and sickness. Did you know that the Hindus, that's what they do. They, they, they take these hooks in there and hang you up and let you hang there for days. Don't feed you. They don't scream and holler. Man, if you stuck a hook in me, I'd bloodhound you. <laughs> You'd hear me three blocks away. I, I'd be screaming and hollering. And Mind power. Mind power is real. The religion of Christianity, Buddhism, Hindus, all try in their respective ways to release or learn how to release this power that's hidden in our bodies. Man was created in the image of God from the dust of the earth. 
God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Okay? For one reason. I'm going to hang out right there. For one reason. The soul is the meeting place or the point where the union is made between the body and the spirit. Why is you mean God's interested in the body? You bet you. Through the body, man, the living soul. Now don't say that this this is this is not you. This is the body, the living soul of them. Through the body, man, the living soul, can control the world. Why do you think God put Adam in the garden? He created a world and a great big garden. And he put this man there, this soul that had a body, and a spirit in the middle of that garden and give Adam a job to do and he was capable of doing it. All of it. Through the spirit, he is related to the spiritual world. Through the spirit, he's related to the spiritual world. God and the Holy Spirit. That's who we're talking about. But through the Spirit, because he was formed a man, a soul, to minister life and power in the earth. Now standing between these two worlds, the unseen and the seen, and belonging to both the seen and the unseen, is the man in a body, the soul, that can be seen. See, the man can be seen, but he has a spirit that can't be seen. So he's related to both, the world and the spirit. Okay? God's smart. He knew how to do this. Now the soul has the power to choose or refuse the leading of the spirit <clears throat> or the body, either one. You can choose not to follow the body or you can choose to follow the spirit. It's up to you. And a lot of people that are saved and joined the church, baptized, and got the Holy Spirit moved in here, and they've been taught that that's all it's about is getting on the church roll. When God comes after the church, he's going to get you. That's a crock. It really is. I mean, it really is. That's part of it, but it's about that much of it. God's got a big plan, and Satan has tried his best, and he's, he's been successful in getting us away from the plan of God. He, we think all God wants to do 
is get a bunch of people that look like Jesus. He wants a bunch of people down here that look like Jesus. Busy. Do it. Doing what Christ could do because he is in here. And Christ has done everything to, to make that relationship between God and the soul and the body. So man taking orders from the, from the spirit through the soul to the body can control the world. And God wanted this world controlled by man. Man gave that to Satan. Guess who's in charge now? <laughs> he is. I forgot where I was at. The soul now has power to either reject, refuse, listen. And a lot of people, a lot of people won't listen. They don't want to listen. They think everything's all right. They think, man, I've joined the church. And that's all that really matters. I think. And I refuse to be helped. Now, if the spirit of man is linked to the divine, and the body is linked to the world. <laughs> The soul of man was given power. Uh, we got a job to do. And I think we're just about ready to get on that job. I know I am. I'm fed up with, with this make-believe stuff that we call religion. Now the soul of which man is the point. I want to, I want, it's the soul, it's the soul, of, and if you do away with the soul and say you're not a soul, there's no point of connection. You are a soul. God made you a soul. It will not die. It will go to heaven. He, but he wants you while you're here to be spiritual. So you can do what he saved you to do, and that's control the world. And when we're in control, things run better. It did. But somehow or another, we just relaxed and quit, uh, quit doing it. Now listen to this. Jesus is the king of the unseen world, right? Guess what? Man is the king of the seen world. Jesus is the king of the unseen. Man is the king of the seen. But man can't do it by himself. God works through him to get to. See, the invisible God who cannot be seen had a visible world that can be seen and he couldn't get on it and be seen because he can't be seen because he's a spirit. I don't understand that. So God said, well, I'll make somebody in my image, body, a mind, emotion, and will. That's the, the being, the tri, what do you call it? Yeah, trinity of man. He's a, he's, he's a triune being. Mind, emotion, and that's the soul. So God said, I'll make him a soul 
then I'll breathe into him and he'll live. That's the spirit part. And if I'm working from the spirit side into the inner part, the man, then he can control the outer part with representation through the flesh to control the world. We're behind. Okay? Now the soul is the meeting place of the seen and the unseen. The soul being the center uh, was to keep the body in subjection. And we've let the body get out of control. Uh, you can tell that. <laughs> we spend more time. Um, you know how long it took Ms. Vila to comb my hair with the hand much of that time? Ten minutes to comb my hair and get it where she wanted it. Isn't that amazing? And I looked in the mirror and I said, wow. <laughs> we spend so much time prepping up the flesh, painting it up, painting it up, and the, the inner man is dying, wanting to control, wanting to say, flesh, Get in the corner and sit down. I'm going to get some orders from the Lord, and then we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. And I think great things are going to happen. What is the soul? It's that which relates us to our soul. Now, I'm going to say something. The soul, well, let me say this, and then I'll say that. Schofield said, the spirit gives us God consciousness. The soul gives us self-consciousness. The body gives us world consciousness. I didn't say self-centeredness. Self-consciousness. Too, too many times we are self-centered. Prepping and fixing up the flesh and taking care of the flesh, and we really forgot how to do it. Adam, before the fall, was very capable of managing God's creation because God created him that way. Now, it's a proven fact that we use about 10% of our brain power. Mine's a little less. Really? You know, yours may be more. I'm pretty sure his is. I, 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 but mine, mine, mine is pretty, uh, pretty little. Adam had memory power. Adam had management power. He was a gardener as well. And he was able to perform what God had called him to perform as long as he worked like this. Spirit to the inner man to the flesh controlling the world. Managing the world. Every one of us should be world managers. Okay? 
Um, I believe with all my heart this power is now bound up within man. Cannot be gotten to. We'll pick that up in a minute. Now, if you want to, we're going to look at what time? Oh, my God. Uh, let's, let's look at what it means to be a spiritual person, what this really means. And, and it's, it's not going to mean a thing to you if you don't conquer the flesh. You won't get any further than salvation. I, you won't go any further. You'll come to church and sit for 35 years, do absolutely nothing, but die and go to heaven. Is that what God is? Is that what you would want out of your children? To come in, be born, bring them home from the hospital, and watch them for the next 35 years grow into nothing. They don't do nothing. <laughs> you have to feed them, wash them, tell them how good they look. I love you. Oh, Woo, I just love you, but I sure wish you'd get up and go find a job. <laughs> God's got us a job, and we quit on him, okay? <coughs> now, a spiritual person knows God. He don't know about God. He knows God. It takes time to be dead. Takes time to be holy. You gotta die. You gotta kill the flesh, or you'll never know God. I'm serious. I hate to say that. I, I wish you could come to church and sit under good preaching, and just sit there and grow and really become spiritual. But you ain't gonna do it until you kill the flesh. You really won't. No, no man. Or woman. Okay. We don't want to leave none of you out. A spiritual person, one that knows God, fears God. He doesn't fear no man. He don't fear dying. He don't fear nothing else. He he fears God only. Because God is the only one that can kill the soul. <laughs> Takes time to be holy. See, Jesus is, our, he, he, he's the one that takes the sting out of death. You know what um, fear means? In, to us, to the, to the, Gentile. Fear, we have two meanings. Apprehension of evil, which leads us to flee. Or the second meaning is awe or reverence. But the Hebrews have 15 different words that mean fear, that's translated fear. It's in all kinds of And we just say, well, we, we fear God. 
but actually what it means is that we, we reverence God. We reverence God. And when you see Jesus, you don't have no... See that one thing when you die? I think one... Well, it happened to me. And I've listened to Don. It happened to Don. If you're a Christian, and you, I've been with people that weren't Christians that died, and it's a horrible thing to witness. It really is. Because if the demons come to get their soul, then the angels come to get us. But the first thing you see in death is Jesus. And oh, that's, that's, all, that's all you need. That's all you need. You don't need nothing else. He, he just, he, he is, he, ooh, let me tell you. The spiritual man knows he is always in the presence of God. He never has to retreat to God. He's always with God, in the presence of God. You know why I quit going to dirty movies? <laughs> oh, you don't think? You tell us. I went after I got saved. And I sit there, and you know what? The Lord inside me got sick. Because I was forcing him to sit there and watch that. He didn't want to. You know why I quit smoking? It made my Lord sick. Inside. He was living in here. And he didn't want to smoke. He, he didn't want to. But I kept saying, hey, you just sit down and be quiet, because I'm going to keep on. And I kept sucking so, that smoke in, and I kept watching them dirty movies and seeing all that stuff that, that God didn't enjoy. But he had he said he wouldn't leave me. Yeah, I, he didn't leave. He didn't leave when I bought a ticket and he stayed out and I went in. He went in with me. How can, how can you how can you put him through that? How can we as Christians put him through that kind of garbage? When, when he went to the cross for us <laughs> and died for us, and yet, and, and he just, hey, live, keep your house clean. Christ don't even like to live in a dirty house. You know what the streets of heaven are made out of? And we're going to walk on them. You know the asphalt of heaven? what the road's made out of. And it's clean. I, I wouldn't mind breathing a little gold dust, would you? <laughs> huh? It's going to be awesome. But that's what God has in store for us. And it's going to get, and we can, we can enjoy some of it down here if we really want to. Okay? And he wants to bless us down here. Um, uh, but we must know that wherever we go, whatever we're saying, whatever we're eating, whatever we're drinking, he is participating with us. <laughs> the spiritual person realizes that he must walk 
as it pleases the Lord. You'll find that in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 7. If you want to read that. And 7 through 10. The aim of man is to be spiritual, not be a spirit. The aim of man is to be spiritual. Man is a living soul who needs to be spiritual. Moved by the inner man. A spiritual person knows there's no such thing as an accident. I believe that. We need to learn to overcome and need to learn that all our steps, all, A-L-L, you know what that means? All. Every, every one. Okay? All our steps are ordered by the Lord. And here's our here here is our approach to that. Thank you, Lord, for sticking me in all things and all areas of life that you might be able to use me in some small way. The areas of health, Job thirteen fifteen says, though I though he slay me. Yet will I trust him. Areas of finance. His wealth, the spiritual person's wealth, is God himself. What Paul say? He says, I know how to have much and I know how to have little. I know both. And that's what because his God is God. His source is God. Spiritually, in spiritual things, he is a broken alabaster box. The box must be broken in order for the smell to get out. See, if the little alabaster box wasn't cracked, couldn't get the smell. Now, God doesn't want you crushed. He wants you cracked. He don't want to destroy you. He just wants you broken just enough that the smell, the, the aroma of the Holy Spirit. In other words, when you become a Christian and walking with the Lord, you'll smell different. Right? That's what he's saying. God's dealings with us is deliberate in order to break us. All God's dealings, and this is the reason he can say this, all of God's dealings with us is good. All things work together for good. I used to did not believe that, but I do now. I couldn't understand. Lord, what in the world can, what can come out of this? And it did. Always when we allow God to minister to us and through us, to break us, everything works together for good. To them that love the Lord. Any delay in learning means a delay in serving. And we done. See, and just said the rose pebble uh, smells best when broken. 
really does. I had a used to have a sermon that I preached. <laughs> and I think I told you one time it was Listen, in at the foot of the cross. I mean, I mean, at the foot, way, way down, real, real, real low. I mean, real, real, real low. There's a little bitty door in the bottom of the cross. See, you got a lot of popular people out here. They just sightseers and they're looking at that. Go, wow! <laughs> Look at that. Wow! And they miss that little door. But if you get down low enough. And, and get down real, real low, you can squeeze through. But when you come out on the other side, And God is the God path. God is the God path. And he's the one that is going to bless his child. Now listen. I know time is running out. We got to get a bigger clock. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so that so it'd be further distant, longer distance between the minutes. You know? <laughs> well, ain't that ain't that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Takes longer to get around. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you something you may not know. And I'll leave you with this. We'll we'll start here. Uh, I may be an old man when we get through with this. The path that leads to the upper room winds by Calvary. <laughs> Pentecost follows Calvary. Everybody wants to stand around Calvary. God wants us to quit viewing the cross, crawl through it, get on the other side, and look at what he's got in store for us. That's good to lead people through the cross, and we, we have to lead them through it. we got to get on the other side of it because there's a whole new world. A whole new world. Yes. New. The sky, the colors are, you know, I could see better. Everything was brighter, cleaner, smelt different. There's a new world on the other side of the cross, and you're welcome to come. Father, in Jesus' name, bless now the fathers of this service. May the Holy Spirit have free reign to do and to charge anyone that he wants to. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.